Welcome, everyone, to a new episode of Mike North's Press Conference. My name is Aldo Gandia. Mike will join us in just seconds. I just want to remind everyone that over at Raw Jewelers, I should have my lower banner going there. There it is. The holiday gift season is upon us, and you want to get that special gift. There's still time. Give the folks over at Raw Jewelers a call. They're over in Hoffman Estates. The number is crawling on the screen for the entirety of the show. It's 847 847- 765-3000 for those of you listening on our audio podcast. They're open tomorrow and I believe on Saturday too. So give them a call first and that tell them this is what I'm thinking about and see if they can help you. They're really great people over there. And speaking of great people, I know a guy named Mike North who is among the best of them. Oh, there he is. Mike North, how are you, my friend? What's going on? I had enough. <laughs> what was this? That's for the Eagles. See you next year. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. <laughs> that's a lot. God bless him. I had him. Woo! Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. What's going was... on, Al? Yeah, Merry how are you? Everybody, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Oh, God, please. And what do we want for the new year? We want success in whatever we do. That's what we want. So everybody have a successful year, including the Chicago Bears. Yes, five and nine. Hey, guess what? Not where everybody or Vegas thought they were going to be. Don't forget, mm-hmm. folks, seven, seven and a half was the over-under, was the total. So we're not there yet. But if we can get there or get close, got a little progress. Uh, but there's an old adage saying, if you don't know by now, you'll never, never know. Okay? So that can go to a lot of things with the Chicago Bear Club. Club, It can go with the head coach. It can go with the uh, uh, play calling. It can go with uh, the, the quarterback. It can go with the offensive line. It can go with uh, the, one of the receivers. It can go with the running backs. It can go with uh, the defense. It gives up chunks of yards late. It can go with. Uh, the play calling of Iberflu. Uh, uh, so there's no one person that's responsible for the five and nine. It's a, a group that they have collectively put together that has uh, gotten a little bit better, but still a lot of question marks, Eldo, going to the uh, season. Hopefully we will be able to answer those questions. Now, I didn't know whether to save uh, two specific things for how dare you, which will be later on, or for now, but I'll make do both. Okay. okay. I'm going to start off with Mitch Trubisky, okay? I'm going to start off with him because I understand. I I thought I was seeing things because I expected better from this guy. I've been sticking my neck out for this guy for four years. But you know why I've been around for 31 going on 32 years? Because I'll stick with you. But if you don't want it as bad as me, then I don't want you. Yes. And that's what I see. Mm -hmm. And that's what I've seen in Pittsburgh. You're not the same guy. This is for Mitch Trubisky. In fact, I put it on Twitter today. I said, you know what? Stay tuned. And you know who I want to really see this? Mitch and Justin. Okay? First, let's get to Mitch Trubisky. What happened to you, man? I know what they did to you in Chicago, but you won. You had a good resume. You know what I mean? So I'm expecting big things. Then you go to Buffalo, and Josh Allen's there. And then now, coach of the New York Giants is your coordinator. 
looking good, learning. Then you go to Pittsburgh. Things are okay. Then you get benched. Okay, tough again. But they're paying you. Mm -hmm. Now I see you. I put my reputation on the line. And I got a good one when it comes to making picks and, 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 and doing, calling the right things and seeing talent. I've been doing it for a long time. I've seen every quarterback that's played since 1960. You fooled me, kid. Got no heart. It's done. You're Chase wow. Daniel. That's what you want to be. Wow. You're Blake Bortles. That's what you want to be? Or do you want to be Baker Mayfield, who's been kicked in the ass from Cleveland, and he made the playoffs when they were Cleveland. Mm -hmm. That's how good he was. He got kicked in the ass. He was unfairly treated. This is his fourth team. And you know what? He's got it here. Now he's going to get comeback player of the year. And what are you happy for? Your check? I see a passive man. Not the man I saw in Chicago. Like I said, we all have circumstances in life. But are you happy for the check now, Mitch? Is that what it's about, Mitch? Because it looks like, from what I know, and nobody has decked you up more than me in this country, in this hemisphere. Nobody. But I know weakness when I see it. I don't know it myself because I always want to play hard. I see you making passes that I don't believe. I see you making plays with this Pittsburgh team I can't conceive. And you got some bums on that team, believe me. Your wide receivers are, are dog shit. But at some point, you got to overcome it. You're getting some money here. So now that you've decided to check up, I'm not going to say I'm Paulie from Goodfellas. I got to turn my back on you. But I'm getting close. I'm getting close. And I told Aldo and everybody on here, I was going to put something out on Twitter. I said, no, I save it for the shows. Whether it's the odds couple on ESPN 1000, which I battled my way to get, Mitch. Nobody gave it to me. I had to produce. I had to goddamn produce. I didn't have a name. Make me sick with your play. You got your kid. You got your wife. I saw the Instagrams. You're playing with the wrong guy now. I better see better from you. But when Mason Rudolph is going to play for you, he's the, you're a third stringer now? That's what you want? That's what you want? And I know Tomlin's overrated. We all do. He had Big Ben. He got one. And I know he's a dope for pulling you that last year. They lose by one game. But at some point, you got to pick yourself up, man. What I saw from you over the last two weeks was disgusting play. From a guy that I saw play here and do everything that Cutler couldn't do. Win. Do everything that Fields is having trouble with. Progress and see defenses at the end. They moved on from you, but you can't get over it. You're not a Chicago Bear. Stay there. And as far as the other guy goes, if we're debating Fields and Trubisky now, like we've debated Jordan 
and LeBron, it's never going to happen. And I, I'm sticking with Justin Fields for next year. Because if you think next year we got a chance to win seven games with Caleb Williams and, and Bajent and May, you people have lost your goddamn minds. I sit here. Every so often I look out the window. Then I look down and I see somebody going, Fields is great. And then the same somebody two days later is, Caleb Williams looks great. Bear fans are meatballs of the century. They have no clue what they want, what that's going to happen, and they're trying to tell polls what to do. Come on. And then I see these tweets. I see some some guy, some NFL guy that wants his hits, and he puts down Allen Robinson, who's actually mad that they're playing like crap, and they're making fun of him, and they make a comment about Mitch. Do they know that him and Mitch connected for 200 catches in two years, yet Mitch was called a bum, and Robinson had to pretend he liked Justin Fields, who then he caught 36 passes from? He's wondering what happened to Mitch and him. If anything, so Pittsburgh sides will try to get them together. And that's not working. And don't forget they've gotten rid of their offensive coordinator already. And this guy's no great shakes. But that's no excuse for the type of play and for you backing up Mason Rudolph. And Justin, you're going to have to shit or get off the pot sooner or later. Everybody's running out of excuses. One day you love him, the next day you don't. He's good Justin, bad Justin. So that's my press conference. The Bears, we got Arizona, and we're taking cues, Aldo, from a 3-11 and coach from Arizona. It's like the guy that lives in the basement apartment going, how's it up there on the first floor? Is it warmer? Because yeah. it's cold down here. What a view of the guy looking through my window. What's up, pal? Uh, Mike, I got to tell you. That was a wow, a wow rant there on Mitchell Trubisky. And I, I just want to, I just want to, you know, I've been critical of Mitch, but I do want to say that I think he's also been one of the most unlucky quarterbacks ever in the history of the NFL. The yep. whole thing with the Bears trading up from three to two put yep. so much pressure on the young man. Yep. He comes to Chicago. He doesn't have good coaching around him. And then he goes to the Steelers and we're all thinking, okay, so finally he's got the coaching staff that he needs in order to shine. And then we see that Mike Tomlin has lost his team. The, the behavior by the wide receivers, how oh, lazy brutal. they are. They fired too often. Yeah, yes, they deserve it. They fired offensive coordinators because, you know, it's not all on Mitch, as no. uh, Greg Braggs used not to say here when he was with the with the Bears. So I feel sorry for the guy, but I think you're right. You, you, your, your lecture to Mitch is you got to get up. Yes, sir. I mean, yes, look, sir. Steve Young was 3-15 and 15 with Tampa Bay. They mm -hmm. pronounced him dead. You know how I know that? I was here. Uh they pronounced Jim Plunkett dead on arrival after New England and Frisco goes and wins a Super Bowl with Oakland. Okay. I got them all. I got a lot of guys that that were Jeff Hostetler. You're a second stringer wins the Super Bowl. I'm not saying it's over for Mitch, but I ain't in it. I ain't in anything I do. And this is what's hurt me about certain aspects of the media. 
that I've been in. Mm -hmm. I had a program director years ago say, you know, there's room for everybody. I hate that. I hate it. There's room for everybody, but I want to be first. Okay? Yes. That's it. When I had my hot dog stands, there were three other stands within a, a mile. We were number one. Okay? When I did radio, I didn't want to be number four. I didn't want to be number three. There was room for all of us. And whether I achieved it or not, I would I wanted to be number one. And then, yes, the there was there was documentation that said we were station and all. If I had Mitch Trubisky's drive right now, I would have never made it. Now, maybe that drive's gone, but we all have, like I said, good luck, bad luck. You have money making yours, you don't. I mean, if you just want to get along, and you know what bothers me? He never says a word now. He shuts yeah. up and lets everybody. I mean, basically, I have it's been the Trubisky folks against the the, the Fields cult. Both, mm -hmm. both walking in the walls. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Bragging about what? Bragging about what now? <laughs> That's I mean, hilarious. I mean, I mean, seriously. Yeah. Hey, you know. And then we see tweets trying to justify each other. Look at that pass. Or, mm -hmm. you know, look at it. It says, Mitch runs in for Pittsburgh. Shut up. Yeah. Neither one is working right now. Let's hope things get better. But, mm -hmm. man, I mean, I, I I could see how you could get drained. But you know what? I've been knocked down a few times. I got up. I said, screw it. And I got madder every time I was knocked down. I don't see that in him. Yeah. And I used to. That's all. A lot of good comments that I've been flashing throughout your rant there, but my favorite is this one from Billy Sampson. He says, from the way Mike is talking about Trubisky, Mitch is going to be on the next episode of Somebody Big Just Died. Hey, it's been a week and a half. Let's get moving. <laughs> Mandel, right. Man I heard Mandel's lights were blinking. Uh, that's right. For those of you who yeah. don't know what we're talking oh. about, Mike and Joe Mandel do a show brought to you by uh, the good people over at Cumberland uh, Chapels and, of course, uh, Pennyville Station. That's right. And it's called somebody and, big uh, this one, They love us. And, uh, and uh, I mean, Mandel, I heard the gas thing. Uh, he was talking about how much gas is now. I never heard that before. I go, it's been a week <laughs> and a half. Give it time. You know. <laughs> no, but it's a great show. We enjoy it, and uh, we we enjoy this. I just had enough. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. <laughs> oh, Joe, the great you show, get man. A like that, somebody yeah. in, like somebody in a coffin or something up in the air. No, it should be the the, the state of Dakota because that's your guy's p secret password. You you send that out anytime somebody dies. Mike that's texts right. out Dakota, Dakota. Dakota. <laughs> Sometimes it hits hard, but the butkus one, the Dakota. <laughs> Yeah, that's not goes, why are you in the fetal position in the corner with your son? <laughs> <laughs> All right, a couple of questions for you yeah. uh, regarding yeah. the Chicago Bears. Yeah, they're playing Arizona. A couple Let's of people have, have asked in the chat, How are we going to stop this big tight end they have who is playing out of his world? A second year guy named Trey McBride, he's been on fire lately he alone could torch this bears secondary or are, are you not concerned about trey mcbride bears are winning this game Ooh. this is a big game for fields again you know this this whole thing isn't over with 
this whole deciding thing. And I, I, you know, I want to ask my guy Aldo mm-hmm. because I saw Arizona put up some points, but I like our defense still, no matter what happened. I still like Getsy because that play that Tunyon dropped was his play call. If Fields isn't to blame for the drop pass, who the hell made the play call that that guy was open by? That's hard to do in the NFL for a tight end. You got to catch that ball, Junior. But I'm just saying that I I just think that uh, uh, Getsy mm-hmm. and Fields, huge game for these guys in Eberflus. I mean, I know they've blown those three fourth quarter games, and that's where you look at the head coach, folks, believe me, because mm-hmm. he takes the pedal off, puts the foot to the pedal on. He's the one who decides how he wants the pace to go. Not the right. offensive coordinator, not the defensive. If the offensive coordinator goes, I got a swing pass that's going to gain us 20 yards. I don't know, man. The front seven's playing tough. Why don't we hand off uh, for a play? That's what happens. They don't mm-hmm. wear they wearing headsets. They're talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Okay? Hopefully he stays out of it. But he's done a great job. But I'm going to tell you something. I think, and Sweat, let's talk some good news. And Mike Lombardi. Oh, and I a little, Yeah, we went back and forth on a couple of things. Trubisky, and I thought I was right about him, and I still am because Sam Darnold was his guy. So he's <laughs> That's right. You got the upper one on that one. <laughs> I got the I got the, the better of the worse yes. of the two. And and, and he, but Mike was right. He saw something maybe, to, but he was wrong about sweat. Mm-hmm. And uh Yes, he I was. said last week on this show, and I also said it on AM1000, and you know me, Aldo, I always tell you, I don't like to repeat something unless it makes me look really, really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Mark, I said Sweat was like a dent-type player for this line that makes the rest of the guys look better, and they can't complete this. The other three guys that they have, give credit. I mean, they're trying to double-team Sweat, but other guys are getting through too, but it's because of him, and what a pickup by Poles. What a pickup by polls. I like us this week. I do. I agree with this uh, chat post. I don't know, Mike. Getsy's play calling is basically random. I I do do think that some plays are well-designed, and it's on the players for not executing properly. But it doesn't appear to me that he's setting up defenses for certain things. I, I don't know. It's a little... It's a little like if I was calling the place. Just yeah. you know, all right, this one. <laughs> I think he's a convenient scapegoat, but when you talk about randomness, mm-hmm. the line, the quarterback, oh, the line was the awful. OC. So yeah. he has some good plays. Sometimes I tweeted out a beautiful one. I can't believe Aldo missed this one. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was already out there though. It was a back view, and it's the play that Fields got tackled on trying to run around the end in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And what he missed. Yes, I have. You have have it, right? Yeah, Yeah. I have it here. Let me get sick and throw up while I'm watching DJ Moore. (laughs) This fourth quarter, remember, they didn't kick the 55-yarder at the end of the half, went for it on fourth and four. Now they're going to go for it on fourth and one. Play fake, Fields, and he dives for it. Oh, I don't know. I think he's short. Peace. So watch number two, DJ Moore. Oh, there he goes. Oh my gosh! You just lob it to him. That's all, buddy. You know that, and he knows it now. He'll look on film, but 
what what bothered me about that, and this is where the coaching may come in or whatever, he never had to look and progress with Ohio State, number one. Number two, when he takes the ball, what I used to see the Tarkenton do and Steve, they get it and they run run laterally while they're looking downfield. Right. He's like this. And then he looks up and the play's almost over by then. He still should have thrown it. That's another touchdown. The Tunyon one, good one by him. That one was a blown one by him. So when we talk about randomness, you can't blame the play caller just. You can't because there was a play right there. He already had his mind made up, Al. Don't you think? I'm running. I'm running no matter if the guy's open. So yeah, I, I agree. You know, my, my thing is I, I know that, you know, Justin's still growing and so forth, but I think that he has to be a little bit more aggressive. This yes. is the play call, but there's the guy. I, I'm taught to have my eyes downfield. There's a guy wide open. Let me just lob it. I mentioned no, this cool. to Danny yesterday. He goes, well, what if the guy drops it? And I'm oh, like, no, he, he no, didn't no. make the first down. What if he gets tackled? <laughs> I love Danny. I love everybody. Here, but we're, <laughs> all I'm going to say is when they show, I would like to be in on a film session mm-hmm. when they break down the receivers, quarterbacks. I'd like to. And then here's what I want the media to stop doing. Quit asking people what they think about Justin Fields that are on the team. Oh, I, you're not going to get, he sucks. Or mm-hmm. he, he missed me three times last week. I was wide open. You're not getting that. So please, dear Lord. <laughs> Quit asking the receivers, especially Tyler Scott. I don't know. I mean, he he's he's one drop away from being cut. What do you think of Justin Fields? Oh, I'd play the rest of my career with him. Oh, I'm no kidding. Okay. Oh, that is what, a, what a meatball town we live in. I love that. It. Is, look at that. Is I, hilarious. I'm not saying I'm not confident, but look at what I'm wearing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I, love, I can't wait to put the noose around my neck again and just swing from the 35th <laughs> Avenue L stop. Oh, that is hilarious. That is hilarious. I now, love uh, this show. <laughs> We'd be thrown off in 15 minutes on regular radio. Probably. Oh, for sure. No, I don't think so. I think we'd be number one, but that's beside the point. All right. So you think that the Arizona Cardinals are going to fall to the Bears at Soldier Field, 44, 45 degrees, 65% chance of rain. Uh, Their top receiver, Hollywood Brown, is iffy. He's got a bad Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown. Yeah. I knew a a pimp on Lawrence and Broadway named Hollywood Brown. (laughs) Do you still owe him money? (laughs) From, from, From 71. (laughs) <laughs> Hollywood Brown. Yeah, Hollywood that, Brown. There should be posters of Hollywood oh. Brown dressed like the Mac. You know, get him and <laughs> get him and my buddy, the Italian agent. From, uh, <laughs> how about my guy though? I have this saying uh, that me and Carmen do. If you bring up an Italian mm-hmm. on our show, like Carmen, Michael, boy, Jimmy Garoppolo, they might want to. Jimmy Garoppolo, he's a good kid. His dad used to own the deli. Tommy DeVito's the real guy we've been doing for four years. The other day, he was at his local pizzeria just hanging out. That's yeah. the kind of guy Tommy DeVito is. But I mean, he just, by the way, he just patented Tommy Cutlets and oh, something smart. else. Oh, he's coming out with Italian food and everything. Mm-hmm. That is but if you toss tough. it to somebody, it's over their head. <laughs> so his agent is a smart businessman. He's oh, just yeah, not a- just, 
He dresses like the guy that uh, would be in front of a place back in the 70s on around 42nd Street going, girls, girls. He's got the fedora, the chain, the whole thing. Yeah. Hey, hey, our Detroit Lions fan, Don Burr, is in the chat room. How do you think the Lions are going to do in the postseason? You know, I wouldn't mind seeing them do good. Mm -hmm. uh, Just for your sake, because you got to be close to, like, out of your mind that you can't get nothing done. And that the Bears beat you twice. No, no, the Bears beat them once. We should have beat you twice. And I meant what I said last week. Mm-hmm. The Lions won before there were decals on the helmet. Period. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> there were no. I look when the Lions won. There's a guy with my mother's pot from the kitchen on his head, with a, with a strap around it, with a handle, and he's running. Yeah. That's when they won. Yeah. See, I think Don has to enjoy this season. I hope they win, Don. Th- this will be their only winning season for a while. They'll mess up somehow. The Lions franchise. Well, the is best mess quarterback up. won. Yeah. The three core we had pool fields and uh and, and cousins got hurt. Yeah, yeah, right. Indeed. Yeah. All right. Uh should we move on? Yeah. Uh let me see it. Let me make sure I didn't forget something. Toreen said that when uh when you were talking about Allen Robinson, that Allen had two hundred catches and two thousand yards in those two years. Yeah, one hundred. I mean, Mike, I mean, and then all of a sudden they go, you know what the bear I always do this though, though. The bears mm-hmm. sit back and they go, that's really good, huh? Yeah. We got to pedal. We got to get rid of him. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. We can't have a guy with 100 catches a year, and we want to get rid of Mitch. <laughs> right. Now you don't like him. Yeah, but the guy caught 200 passes. He goes, we've got fields. And by the way, to the fields fans, you know what I hear now, too? You know, uh-huh. like 1958, my father, really. <laughs> There's a horrible. <laughs> nothing like getting smoke. Oh, nothing like eating ground chuck in 1961 with no air conditioning. Your dad blowing smoke in your face from across the table. Oh, oh my gosh, <laughs> memories. <laughs> don't, don't tell uh, great. me the union. Don't tell me the unions ain't good. Kid. You're, you're too young to know that. <laughs> great you question know. from Scott. How can we get back to the Bears wearing the white pants? And the white C. Yes. Where's my picture? We've been asking for the white pants and the white C that -hmm. the Bears had. I mean, for Butkus alone. Yes. Let me ask you something. Butkus, I don't think, wore the orange C. And if he did, it might have been. I don't believe he did. Now, that picture there is the Mm -hmm. epitome of the greatest man who ever played the defensive position. I don't know which one of you has got the ball, so I'm going to tackle all five of you. How's that? <laughs> How's that? And, and as usual, nobody's in front of Dick to help him. <laughs> That's awesome. OB's in the corner going, my career's over. I'm going to work at GN. <laughs> but you're absolutely right. They're going to wear these throwback uh, uniforms this well, Sunday. Get to the 63 team. Hey, exactly. I don't understand that. It doesn't make sense. The 196, how can you honor the 30 team or whatever? The 63 team is celebrating its 60th year. Has there mm-hmm. been any talk about that? George Hallis was told he was through, was told he was done. But on top of that, ladies and gentlemen, my Uncle Joe and Uncle Leo took me to my first football game, which was that game. How do we not celebrate that championship? Johnny Morris is Ed O'Bradovich. I mean, maybe they got something planned. But for the fans, 
Some of the players are still alive. Ditka. Mm-hmm. You know? How do you not do that? Yeah, I Because totally you got a you. lazy PR firm, maybe. Or a lazy PR people. Or maybe they don't want to spend the money. I shouldn't mm-hmm. pick on the PR people. It's up to the up, upstairs people. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the people in the PR, you go, okay. And then they move. They don't try mm-hmm. to argue the point. Yeah. If I was there, I would say to the McCaskies, from Billy Wade to Benny McRae, from Rosie Taylor to Mike Ditka, from Doug Atkins to Richie Pettibone, from Larry Morris to Willie Gallimore, from John, don't ever test me on my 63 Bears. And for you not to honor him, it's a shame. Oh. Baralissimo played uh, football in England. He's the reason I wore number 51, because if it wore the... If- if it wore the opposite jersey, I wanted to make it cry for his. For his, I, I'm not quite sure what Berlitzmo's writing here, but he wore 51. <laughs> and it's my reading uh, deficiency. Chubbs just. All I gotta say to Berlitzmo, he lives in London, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just outside London, I believe. Keep your head on a swivel. Okay. <laughs> I think everybody is too focused on the quarterback. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. Right. Let's build the rest of the roster, says Chubbs. I'm going to give you something, Aldo. I mm-hmm. want you to look up something for me because this will be stolen from you and me. Okay. I always, without you, there's no me on this form. So when people go, how come, you know, you always think, you know, you always say we. I said it with Jesse Rogers and with mm-hmm. Jay because that's what it is. It's we. But I mm-hmm. want you to look up um, who quarterback Notre Dame this year. Was his name Hartman? Sam, Sam Hartman? Sam Hartman, correct. Can you look him up? For me real quick sure can because what i'd like to do is take marvin harrison one mm-hmm. then build the line two three four mm-hmm. okay then with the fifth round if we have one or later round i think he'll be available nobody's brought him up he played pretty good for the irish this year and mm-hmm. if we can get his stats up there eventually because i just surprised it takes a little time i surprise aldo with this but i looked at his stats the other day Mm-hmm. And uh, he threw for 2,600 yards, almost 27, 24 touchdowns, eight interceptions, a QBR rating of 75.5. He's the kind of guy you want as a backup on your team. He knows how to play the position. He was at uh, Wake Forest before that. He uh, could, right. no doubt. I'm just telling people if knock off the Caleb Williams nonsense, I'd rather have Justin Fields, knock off the Penix nonsense. Knock off the the Knicks nonsense. They all went to the the path. I want Justin, okay? But as a backup besides Bajant, if you want to build that quarterback room, I think he's a good buy at fifth round or fourth. And that's what he's projecting to go at. So take a look at him and don't go for these. Don't keep drafting these guys. We're not. If your job, I would ask everybody out there, Torian, Don, even people that aren't fans of the Bears, Eldo. Mm-hmm. Your name general manager next year. Do you bring in somebody else? Do you draft a quarterback? But or you keep Justin. And you let's say the Bears end up with six wins this year. You have to win more games than they did this year. Right. Don't you bring back Justin Fields? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, how insane is everybody? Yep. You're gonna go for rookie and win two games again. Then we might find out the same people that wanted Justin are gonna say, Well, now that I don't want Justin anymore because my job doesn't depend on it. You know what they should do? Mm-hmm. Not people's pay to pick the wrong quarterback for the Bears on a continuous basis. 
Because like that people live in a God blessed box, for Christ's mm -hmm. sake. Let me ask you this question, because you have said on this yes, show that you would love to see Jim Harbaugh be the head coach of the Chicago Bears. What if Harbaugh said, I want to coach, we agree on the salary, but I got one condition. Got to bring my quarterback from Michigan, J.J. McCarthy, who people are saying is going to be a late, mid-first round pick, maybe early second round. What would you say to that? There's not too many people, Aldo, that I've been um, fortunate to know in my life mm -hmm. that I can envision going to Jim Harbaugh who coaches this kid and saying, I don't think you know what you're talking about. <laughs> besides the fact, besides the fact he's like uh Chai Bear says he's an Irishman. No. Oh yeah. Let me tell you something, folks. I invented the ethnicity game. Okay. <laughs> yes, you want to yeah. play the race card? I was bicycle before bicycle with those poker cards. All right. <laughs> He's an Irishman. He's an Irishman. He's a Hall of Famer. He can't miss. Give him three, four years. No, I like I, 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 I like I, I, I will not argue. If he brought McCarthy in, I'd have no problem. If they brought Nixon, if if mm -hmm. you if Jim Harbaugh wants to bring somebody in, I have no problem with it. Okay. All right. Either guy. If he says I want to keep Justin, no problem with it. Mm -hmm. No problem with it. Yeah. You know, if he said he wanted to bring back Mitch, I have no problem with it. We have mm -hmm. to be, trust that guy. Who are the coaches we've been able to trust over the last 15 years where mm -hmm. we said, if I had to win a game, I knew I could do it with Ditka. I knew it. Right. right. And I knew I could do it when he played Ryan. I bet the Bears every time money line, 0-4. Oh I mean, 4-0. But who's been the coach that you said, if I had to win a game, I'd bet him the Bears with this guy coaching. Probably Lovey, but we weren't always sure about that, but probably Lovey out of all the other coaches. The other guys, I think you'd lose almost every time. There you go. Uh, oh, there, you go. there you go. <laughs> I'm, I'm amazed. Yeah, <laughs> Chicago's writer says, Bookie Priest for coach and general manager. There we would have won, I tell Eldo all the time. We would have won a Super Bowl if me and him ran the club already. <laughs> I got it. Oh, I love it. We've... I love it. All right, let's turn over to our new feature uh, called How Dare You? What do you got for us this week? I mean, All right, my friend. How dare you? I didn't want to do Jag Bag for this show. I'll save it for my next gig, wherever it may be. Radio Free Europe, Armed Forces Radio. I wanted to try something new with, with the vaunted bar room. Number three. To Jay Billis, to Stan Everett, to everybody that thought it'd be a good idea for the transfer portal. There's 2,500 kids that didn't get to do what they wanted to do, apparently, at the school they were at, that are saying, if I go to some other crappy mid-major, I may get to start. The other night, I want everybody to listen to this. Texas State quarterback. I mean, I'm even ashamed of him. Was in his seventh year in college. I didn't spend that much time in high school. How dare you? They go, he's in his seventh season. I go, is there a pro game tonight? No, it's the Texas State quarterback. All right. I forget what 
<laughs> I love this. Um, <laughs> it's a classic. Although I, I think maybe instead of putting, well, maybe I'd like to see both up, but the Mitch Trubisky rant's got to be up. Oh, yes, absolutely. That I, I promise think we got to do that. If yes. you got to want to see how dare you, Eldo only does it, it's in his contract. He only does one thing. Then <laughs> he right. naps. Then he naps. The other night, I'm not saying the game of NBA. I'm not saying there's two things in one, two, two, in one. I missed the Doubleman twins. Anyway, I there golfed with a former executive from Wrigley. He said uh -huh. he knew him. I was impressed. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. Very, very cute. The other night, there were 108 threes in one NBA game. The game is just, just a game of threes now. It's a game of threes. But, but there is hope. You can pull the line out maybe. I don't know what you're going to do. But people don't come to see guys just launch basketballs like in the Rucker tournament. They see want to see strategy. They want to see. They don't want to see a hundred and eight in one game. I remember you didn't take three in a game. Hmm. To the NBA players, I know you're all playing for the bag. How about a little defense? How dare you? Getting a little slow on the trigger there. <laughs> yeah, my finger fell asleep. <laughs> of course it did. It's my exciting now, dare you. <laughs> I'm going back to my original one. To the original open of this show. To Mitch Trubisky, for as hard as I fought for you for four years, don't accept the check just. Don't be happy with being number two. That's what you are. And now look. You were happy with number two. Now you're number three behind Mason Rudolph. Are you kidding me? I want you to use your heart that you used to have and play as hard as you can. Because I'm like Waltz. Remember Waltz's production in The Godfather? <laughs> okay. I'm not, I don't want to be embarrassed. You know, remember him, <laughs> how mad he was? I'm Waltz. You're embarrassing me. I'm not going to find a horse in my bed. I might find one of your former helmets if you don't get going. You're, make, you're making me look bad. And believe me, a man in my position beware to look bad. So, Mitch, please, grow a spine, get a heart. But you should not be in playing behind Mason Rudolph. you got to pick yourself off, dust yourself off, and forget about the past. Because I see a passive man who just wants to be the next Chase Daniels. How dare you? Outstanding work, Mike North. You know, every right time you, you don't have to do the two cuts. <laughs> that was good. Uh, thank you. Um, but, uh, you know, every time you do these, you go back in your chair and it looks like, man, it takes a lot out of you, does it? No, I feel tremendous as a matter of fact, although... Uh, it's the lighting. It's I'm not pale. I do have color. I'm doing the you know the De Niro casino. I, yeah, right. That whole movie. All I can do is look at the top of everybody's heads. I go, what is that? Why are they in the dark and their heads are shining? I don't get it. The Scorsese uses the light. You know. Have you yeah, given up yeah. on the NBA? Yeah, I've been betting the NBA. Mm -hmm. I had Dallas last night. I lost that one, but I've been doing yeah. well. But I lost Dallas. Uh, the Lakers. Oh. Mm -hmm. You know what could have been on How Dare You? 
you played seven games of the regular season. You won a tournament and you raised the banner. I know. So <laughs> <laughs> <How> embarrassing. <laughs> and since that time, you're one and three, and you're fifteen and thirteen. But how dare you? That's how dare you? There you go. Let me let me roll. Oh, <laughs> We won't use that one. Look, I, look, I'm not saying it's almost time, but I want to see what a pod the John brings to the table, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, another thing. Cup fans. <laughs> Just when I think I'm out, they drag me back in. Oh, uh, they do. I'm going to say this for my buddy Jed Hoyer. If you overpaid a participant, <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, Dairy Queen. <laughs> Very good, Barry. Someone, you know nice <laughs> honest to God, my kids wouldn't get water on the way home. If we lost and they go, Can we go to Dairy Queen? I'd go, I'm dropping you off with your parents. Do you have any water? I'd go, No. And we'd ride to get it when you get home. I'm disgusted with a bunch of you. Anyway, and I don't care how old they are. They're going to play better next time. That's I, love I love it. I love it. Cody Bellinger. <laughs> Cody Bellinger. That's right. Cody Bellinger, if you don't sign him and you sign Council for $8 million, he won't last three years. Mm. Cody Bellinger is the first player since ninth, that I've seen since 72 in this town that was a baseball player. I'm not talking Jordan. He carried the Bulls. And I'm not talking Bobby Hall and, these, you know, Kane. They care. They were great. I'm talking about baseball. Mm -hmm. Cody Bellinger carried the Cubs this year. You lose him, you're not winning the division. I'll tell you straight out. You're not winning your division. And you signed that manager. You, here's what you got to do if you're uh, Tom Ricketts. Mm -hmm. They overpaid Otani. You know what you're going to have to do? And Boros is waiting. With the billions you have, you have to overpay Bellinger. It just is the way it is. Yes. And hopefully he'll come through for you. But nobody is going to accept him not being on this team. And you got paid a manager $8 million bucks that will have a team that's not as talented as Milwaukee, period. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, I agree with you. You got to, you got to, you know. Got to pay them. Yep. Uh, that's the way that the game is. Uh, I mean, geez. I'm sorry. I, for once, I, I, I trust Jed, and I, tr I, I trust that they're going to get this done. But if they don't, I don't want Reese Hoskins. Mm -hmm. I talk. Philly didn't want Reese Hoskins. I, I don't want him. I yeah. want Bellinger, period. That's it. Great way to close the show, Mike. Any final words for all your listeners and our I'm friends at home? When I'm with Eldo, I'm on Thorndale and Glenwood. I'm with my buddy <laughs> the Saints. I'm with Corny. I'm with Ace. I'm with Dells. I'm with BN. I'm with them all. It does. I do it. I did I, I do it for big money. I do it for little money. I do it for no money. I do it for candy. That's it. I do it for ice cream. You know, I, I got a question for you. When you're on, on Thorndale with your friends back in the day, were you guys singing doo-wop songs or singing no. any kind of songs? No. We were arguing who's better, Melton or Santo. We were arguing <laughs> how overrated Billy Williams was. We were arguing, uh, oh, yeah. We were arguing about how dumb uh, DeRocha was. Uh, I can remember all the arguments. How, how uh, when Santo got traded to the Cubs, I mean, mm -hmm. to the Sox, all we buried our our Cub teammates, because he ended up playing second. And Melton, who had been arguing, was better than Sandal for a few years, ended up staying at third. It was just a lot of fun. Yeah. And there was like 12, 14 of us on the corner, and the people loved it because we never got out of line. We had sport. We played sports. We played before it got dark. 
and then we just hung out in the corner. Now, now you go, hi, get out of here. <laughs> sure. Which I, wish I had a sound effect of some gunshots. Oh my perfect. god. A good way to go. I want to go get ice cream. All of a sudden, there's three cars surrounding me. I go, Am I a am I in a parade? <laughs> oh, wait, they're coming to carjack me. I should have known. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Good way to close the show is uh, this message from Luis Feliz Navidad, Barroom, Papi, Luis. and Bibi, and Bears. Christmas. That I don't need great... no stinking water. I don't need <laughs> no stinking badges. <laughs> That's it for our I show. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>